to Career Biz, the podcast of the University Career Center at Charlotte. I'm your host, Jay. Today, I'm going to be talking a little bit with you about negotiation. We're at the part of the semester here in the part of the fall where many of you are going to start receiving offers for full-time opportunities or even internships and co-ops. And negotiation can be one of those things that seems very complicated, but with a little bit of practice, it's actually something that's rather pretty simple to facilitate. And it's if it's appropriate for you to do so in your industry, we want you to be armed with the information on how to do so. One thing I'm going to mention here specifically is many of you are familiar with Big Interview, our interview prep automated system. It's a great tool, but it can also help you practice negotiations in addition to the negotiation practice you can get by working with our career coaches. So I encourage you to use both of those resources. Also, linked in the podcast description, wherever you downloaded the show, is our page on negotiation from our career branding part of our website. I encourage you to read that material as a lot of what I'm going to talk about is on there. So let's start. Before you ever get to that point, and before the process starts, obviously you want to know a good bit about what is expected and what is normal for your industry. Each industry has a different standard for negotiation. For instance, educational institutions or even government salaries are often set by budget and they aren't negotiable. So you want to make sure you're aware of that. Whereas private sector salaries or even publicly traded companies, sometimes the salaries can come at you in a range. Often we will recommend to you when you're looking at different opportunities or if that comes up as part of the interview conversation. Again, not something you bring up, but something that is brought up as part of it, that you always answer in a range and that you have a good understanding of what the salary norms and range should be for your industry in the area you're looking in. That's a lot of moving parts. First things first, Take a look at research salary averages for your job targets. There's a lot of great information out there on Indeed, LinkedIn, Glassdoor, and even on the Career Center website under the first destination data. And you can see where previous Charlotte graduates have gone into the workforce and what their salary ranges are. If you can't find what you're looking for there, come in for a drop-in or again, make an appointment with our career coaches and someone can pull that information together for you rather quickly. The other thing you want to do with your industry salary norms is take a look at different job postings in different areas. And when I mean areas, I'm talking about um, geographic areas where you're going to live. For instance, evaluating a salary in Charlotte may be comparable to something like you know, Northern Virginia, around Washington, D.C., or even Atlanta, Georgia. But if you're looking at salaries, say, in North Florida or in Nashville, Tennessee, or even, say, out west, somewhere like Phoenix, Arizona, there's a lot of other things to consider. And the biggest thing you want to consider is what the cost of living is. There are great cost of living calculators out there for you to use. There's a few that are linked in our webpage, but Chances are your financial institution or bank, and maybe even where your parents' bank, has one that you can utilize. Highly recommend you do that. Those are all built off of what the minimum salary needed for personal expenses and to pay bills are based on the job location. It is a good idea to look at your expenses and determine how much you need to make in order to pay necessary bills. Not the things you want necessarily, but the things that you need to survive. So housing, food, transportation costs, things like that. Again, another great resource for you here is our Financial Literacy Office. You've heard about them before. You've seen them around campus. Highly recommend you take a look at uh, their resources as they can be a great tool for you. All of this is what you do ahead of the process. Do some research ahead and know exactly 
um, what you can expect. The other thing is to take a good look at your skills and experiences, the things that you've done, and understand where your worth is in terms. And I don't mean your personal worth. I mean your worth as a candidate. For instance, if you've completed a few internships or co-ops or have significantly marked experience on your resume, even as an entry-level hire, you may be able to command a little higher salary than someone with less experiences. On the other hand, remember salary is not the only piece of a compensation package, and that's a good lead into what you do during the process. Take a moment to thank our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Spectrum. Charter Communications Incorporated is a leading broadband connectivity company and cable operator, serving more than 32 million customers in 41 states through its Spectrum brand. Over an advanced communications network, the company offers a full range of state-of-the-art residential and business services, including Spectrum Internet, TV, mobile, and voice. Learn about careers at jobs.spectrum.com. Podcast also brought to you by Enterprise. Enterprise Holdings is a family-owned, world-class portfolio of brands. They operate a global network that covers nearly 100 countries with 80,000 dedicated team members and 1.7 million vehicles taking customers wherever they need to go. Enterprise empowers everyone on their team with opportunities for growth. That mission, along with an uncompromising commitment to customers, has made Enterprise a genuine success story and a truly special place to work. Learn more at careers.enterprise.com. Podcast also brought to you by Tata Consultancy Services, TCS. Tata Consultancy Services is a global leader in IT services, consulting, and business solutions with a large network of innovation and delivery centers. With over 600,000 employees worldwide, TCS is one of the highest ranked IT services companies in the world, operating 150 locations in 46 different countries. Learn more at tcs.com. And finally, podcast brought to you by Vanguard. Vanguard is one of the world's largest investment companies known for its client-first focus, high ethical standards, and collaborative team-oriented culture. With more than 12,000 employees and locations in the U.S., Europe, and Asia, they serve millions of individual and institutional investors with a wide range of financial products and services designed to help them achieve their long-term goals. Learn more at vanguard.com careers. When you first receive a compensation package, review all of it. Not just the salary, but again, the salary in terms of the location where you're going to be working. And also take a look at the fringe benefits. Fringe benefits include anything like the kind of leave that you're afforded, vacation and sick leave. Do you, uh, how the health insurance works? Do you have to pay for it all yourself? Is it a shared cost? Um, What does that look like? Um, Do you have stock options with the company? Are they able to provide you relocation experiences or tuition reimbursement? Remember, each of those things um, in a fringe package generally can be negotiated, even when the salary is not. So if there's something you want to do for professional development or a specific kind of retirement plan you want, or maybe even covering something as simple as like your parking costs. You know, if you're going to work in uptown Charlotte, that's a big thing. Remember, you can negotiate all those things, but understand those usually come with a cost somewhere along the way as well. For instance, if you get a relocation package, chances are that's going to need to be taxed. Now, some companies will do that for you. Others, though, will leave that up to you. So good idea to uh, hit up your local H&R block rep or uh, you know, whatever tax service you like to use you know, and, and take a look at what you're going to be responsible for when you're negotiating those kinds of opportunities. Take a look at all of those things when you're evaluating a job offer. Don't just look at the salary level, but again, salary level along with benefits in relation to where you're going to be working and living and what it's like to live and work there. One thing you can always ask for when you're in the negotiation part of a 
a job interview process and you, when you get to that point, feel great because they're offering you the job is say, can you point me in the direction where I can get some good information about where I can find places to live, what it's like to be here? Usually they'll, they'll connect you to some kind of city guide or community group or even a chamber of commerce. It can be a great resource for you as you're looking at different places to work and live. It's important to do all of those things as you evaluate your offers. We often get questions about how long can I take to decide? And generally, about a week is all you can really negotiate for in terms of time. Sometimes you can get as much as two weeks, but most of the time you're going to need to make a decision pretty quickly. So understand when the recruiter and manager starts giving you cues that the offer is final, like this is the best we can do, this is our final offer, phrases like that, it's time for you to finalize the agreement and decide, yes, I want to go with this or no, I do not. And if it's in a, within a range that's acceptable to you, you accept or decline verbally and in writing, and then you go through the process of being hired. Understand when you're negotiating and things like that. Once you have accepted a position, it is your responsibility to remove yourself from any other um, interview processes or salary negotiations that you're currently considering. It's not uncommon for you to receive offers from multiple companies at the same time. And this is good for you to keep in mind as you're weighing offers against one another and deciding what's most important to you. But no matter what you decide, once you've made a decision on an employer, you are now responsible for making sure that you end all other conversations and honor your commitment to that position and that company. There's a lot of good information about negotiation policies. Again, on the link on the website, encourage you to do so. The thing to keep in mind when you're doing salary negotiation is you have to understand where you have leverage and where you do not. For instance, again, depending on the industry, you may not have a lot of leverage to command more salary, but you might can um, negotiate for different kinds of benefits or different fringe opportunities. On the other hand, you may be in a position where you can negotiate for salary, but understand generally negotiating for a higher salary generally brings about some more responsibilities. It's also not uncommon that if you negotiate a bonus or a relocation bonus or something like that, that the company may require you to work for a specific amount of time in order for them to recoup that cost. There's nothing nefarious in that at all. But if you're going to sign on a dotted line or sign a contract, make sure you read it very carefully and understand what you're getting into, what you're agreeing to. And if you're not sure about it, always ask questions or have an independent third party look at those as well. Again, the Career Center can be a great resource for you to help you do that. Not really a drop-in thing. Make an appointment with one of our career coaches, and they can help you look through those. In the end, we want you to have all the tools you need to successfully negotiate for yourself as you're going into the world of work. Whether you're going in as full-time again, or as you're going in as an intern or a co-op, there are lots of things to consider when negotiating. Hope you found some of this useful. Again, you can keep up with the happenings of the Career Center by going to our website, career.charlotte.edu, and following the Career Center on social media at CLT Career Center. Lots of great events coming up, and as we head into November, understand that November is our alumni takeover month. So we're going to have alums from a lot of different industry leading career meetups and serving as our professionals and residents, also being a part of different panels. You'll want to take advantage of all of those opportunities while you're here at Charlotte. We'll talk to you again soon.